Hey everyone, good evening. Welcome. You're in the Sunday weekly warm up space. My name is Brad Hughes. Welcome, Teach Better family. We're streaming exclusively in the Teach Better private Facebook group. We're here to get your week started, kickstart your week, whatever your important role in education might be. And joining me in the Sunday weekly warm up space tonight is a colleague, a mentor, an inspirer, and a chief ruckus maker. It's Daniel Bauer. So we're really glad you joined us tonight. When we come back after the break, make sure you say hello to what to us in the comments. Let us know where you're watching from and get ready to get inspired, get ready to get a wonderful week ahead. We're ready for the Sunday weekly warm-up space here in the Teach Better Facebook group. <laughs> So fired up. Let's do this. Let's get the conversation started. My co-host with the most on the Lake Michigan coast, Ray Heward, is traveling this week. She's in Indiana visiting family, wishing her the very best. She's joining us in the comments and joining me, well, live and almost in person, side by side, is a good friend, a colleague, an inspirer, and chief ruckus maker, Daniel Bauer. Danny, good evening. Welcome into the Sunday Weekly Roma Space. Brad, it's good to see you, buddy. So thanks for the invitation to be here. Amazing to have you with us. Danny, you are and do all the things. Author, inspirer, mentor, facilitator, podcaster, and chief ruckus maker. For those of us watching and listening that haven't gotten to know you yet or need to be reintroduced, tell us a little bit about yourself, where in the world you are, and, and what gets you fired up each and every day to be the educator that you are. So a long time ago, I had trouble getting into class on time. It wasn't always my fault, Brad, right? My friend Lindsay, like best friend, uh, she would come and pick me up, drive me to high school, but she had a very nasty habit of like waking up late. So that means I would be late to class. And I learned that uh, I wasn't getting in a lot of trouble, like detention after detention would pile up. And I was, it was like this close, suspension time, you know, the, the uh, heat was real. And so uh, in order to sort of uh, self-preserve, I had to adapt and I learned to um, kind of entertain my teacher as I walked into the classroom. And he had had it. I was about to get a suspension, but I said, hold on, Mr. Rogers. And can you believe his name was Mr. Rogers? I said, this time, listen, it's for real. There was uh, a house on fire filled with Girl Scouts and I had to go in, save the girls and the cookies, right? I don't know if it was the very made up story or the very real dosi dough, which is a, a peanut butter Girl Scout cookie. And I love, I'm a sucker yeah. for peanut butter. Um, so I don't know if it was the story of the peanut butter cookie, but Mr. Rogers left me off the hook. And what that taught me, Brad, was that it pays to invest in your storytelling skills. And I got out of the suspension. Uh, I didn't get in trouble and had a lot of fun. So anyways, I like to tell good stories. Uh, I love to support school leaders you know my whole brand everything's about being a ruckus maker we can get into that if you think it would serve the audience uh but yes where where am i at these days syracuse new york but i've been everywhere chicago illinois atlanta georgia houston texas yeah i'm gonna I'm list them all there's only a few more antwerp belgium uh 
The Hague in Netherlands, Glasgow, Scotland, and now Syracuse, New York. So uh, that's me in a nutshell. Danny, how did you become and how do you maintain this status, this way of being, of being a ruckus maker? What does that mean to you? And how do you draw others into the ruckus making incredibleness that is Danny Bauer? So to be a ruckus maker, I think that's making three commitments. So commitment number one is committing to your continuous growth, right? Uh, you can't. So I serve school leaders. You know, mm -hmm. that's my that's my niche and that's who I love. And in terms of leadership, like you need to be constantly growing. Right. If you're not reading, growing, getting coached, mentored, what do you do in leading? That's just that's a that's a choice that I make. So to be a ruckus maker, you're invested in your continuous growth Two, you're challenging the status quo. Right. Tradition can be good and tradition should be on, you know, honored. But at times you might want to question tradition. Does it really serve the students that are in front of me, the community that is currently the community? And if you can't answer, yes, this tradition does serve them, then you might want to challenge it and reinvent the rules. The last commitment you make as a ruckus maker is designing the future of school now, right? We've all heard probably the, the most popular critique of education is, oh, wah, 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 factory model, blah, 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 right? Like, Great. That is a probably a valid critique. But when a critique, you know, doesn't offer solutions, I kind of drown it out. And so that's why a ruckus maker designs the future of school right now, because, you know, we want to evolve. We want to uh, innovate, you know, and help education become whatever it's going to become. Daniel, for those educators listening and following along with us live tonight or maybe later this week as we drop on a number of social media channels, what do you advise an educator to do if he or she is sensing they're dissatisfied with the status quo? There's something about their classroom or there's something about their campus or something about where they're mm -hmm. situated that isn't meeting student needs the way they feel in their heart that they can. What's one beginning way that someone can begin to scratch away at the status quo and start to move things forward? I'd have them consider just what's an experiment you could run, right? And listen, I am not a science guy. I, uh, I went... <laughs> I went to college to be a math guy. I got a story about why that didn't work out. And I became an English guy. So I taught, you know, literature, reading, uh, writing, avid, that kind of thing. Um, but running an experiment is nice because you can never fail at an experiment, right? An experiment can go not as planned, but you learn something, you adjust, you pivot. If the experiment works out the way you assume that it might, you're still going to learn some stuff and then go all in on that idea. And so to me, uh, it helps to hold it with an open hand, right? What's an experiment that you're not tied to the outcome, but you could push the boundaries a little bit. It's not going to cost you your job or anything. And you might just uh, stumble across an innovation that could change everything for you and your kids. So I like to provide sort of frameworks, ask the right kind of questions. And rarely do I tell you like, this is how to do it. And so hopefully that's okay with you, Brad, because um, yeah, I'm just not here to say like, do it this way. So run an experiment. That's the question I asked. What's the experiment you might run? Well, when we're speaking about frameworks, uh, Danny, you have written and published a couple of outstanding frameworks for educators and particularly school leaders. One I've got in my hand here is the better leaders, better schools roadmap. Uh, yeah. this is something that I am challenging myself to work through and be okay. active and engaging as I begin the school year this year. Uh, we had the opportunity to meet in person 
uh, in Toronto, Canada this last summer. And I continue to be yeah. inspired by not only the work that you do, but by the hope you provide. And mm. I wanted to ask you about uh, part of this book uh, in the chapter called The Team. And it, you talk about author and friend uh, Greg Salsicoli. Salsicoli? Yeah, Salsicoli. Salsicoli. And, and um, in, in his book, your friend Greg talks about the number one enemy of excellence, and that is isolation. And so as yeah. educators get ready for their week ahead, no matter what important role they are, maybe there are educators watching and listening that are beginning to feel or do feel overwhelmed and isolated, not only in their work, uh, but in the connections and that they need to make to you know, better themselves and, and better life for the mm -hmm. kids. Uh, can you comment on how isolation uh, is uh, the antithesis of excellence and what we might do to to remedy that sense of isolation, even beginning tomorrow? Sure. Well, yeah, like Greg mentions in his book, and it's called The Enemies of Excellence. He points out 10 enemies, you know, that exist. And to him, and I agree, right, with his assertion, the number one enemy of excellence is isolation. They say, if you want to go fast, right, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And so to me, that's what it's all about. Um, you see some of the values that I have behind me. They're beautifully illustrated by a company called uh, Gaping Void. Mm. Uh, but the one over this shoulder, which is my left shoulder, but you know, the way a uh, video works, it might be my right shoulder. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> the point is, um, I believe when you get better, everybody wins. You know, that is the foundational truth that guides all the work at Better Leaders, Better Schools. So if you agree with that too, when I get better, everybody else wins. It's like JFK is a, a rising tide lifts all boats or the way I love to tell ruckus makers and school leaders, you know, you're the lead domino, right? You're the catalyst. Um, Todd Whitaker says when a principal sneezes, the whole building catches a cold. So just understand your, pen, your presence, your energy, uh, the way you're investing in yourself, that has a huge, huge impact organizationally. And you're just not going to be your best on your own. You never are. Danny, do you think isolation is a necessary given in the life of an educator, especially as we shift attention to kind of restoring schools and restoring communities post-pandemic? Or is it something that we can constantly challenge to stay and be better connected with others? You know, I think uh, we have we have so many tools, right, and opportunities to be connected. The, the first step is to connect with other growth-minded educators and ruckus makers online. And that's a great first start. Mm -hmm. And then when you really want to, you know, dig into depth, I know that Teach Better has a number of offerings that are community focused, right? And cohort focused, where you can learn from each other and push each other to be better. My, my jam is working with school leaders and we have opportunities for school leaders to dive in in depth. Just this weekend, today's actually a pretty long day for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm usually not working on the weekends, but I just ended a two-day virtual event where I helped uh, school leaders create their three-year remarkable vision, right? And so that was a really incredible process. And when I was asking uh, the attendees, just like, what was the number one insight or what was most, most, most helpful from the experience? Many of them all chimed in just saying, time and space to collaborate with other people that sit in a similar chair that understand the work, right? That lets me know that I'm not crazy that we all experience stuff, you know, that the challenges, the ups and the downs uh, are all pretty similar, no matter where you are in the world. And um, just to clarify thinking too, right? Things could be fuzzy a little bit, but to have, 
you know, thought partners and that kind of thing to clarify your thinking is such a, such a gift. So you got to get connected. Isolation, you know, I'll be a little tough here with everybody that's watching and listening. Mm -hmm. Um, Isolation at this point is really a choice, you know? And so you're choosing like to do it alone. You could do it in a much more effective way by linking arms with other folks that, you know, you're aligned with. Danny, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to dive right back into conversation and we're going to be shifting our conversation to some Sunday strategies with which our educators watching and listening tonight or in the week ahead might attack their week, whatever their important role might be with lots of passion, vision and excellence. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You are in the Sunday weekly warm-up space, streaming live exclusively in the Teach Better private Facebook group. And we'll be streaming later on all of the socials uh, tomorrow, Monday at 8 Eastern. And I'm joined with Danny Bauer, chief ruckus maker, masterminder, author, podcaster, number one motivator and inspirer. And Danny, we're, div- we're diving into some conversation, you know, helping educators get set for the week ahead. And I, I want to refer to your second book, which I've got right here, and it's Build Leadership Momentum. Uh, this is designing a principal entry plan. And one of the things I picked out here, I think is applicable to all educators, and that's chapter one, bring your best self to school. Danny, for anyone watching and listening tonight or later in the week or later on uh, at teachbetter.com, what does bringing your best self to school mean to you? And what are some practical steps that, that teachers and educators can do to bring them their best selves to school as soon as tomorrow. We all have what's called like a shadow self, you know, or a evil twin. Uh, And without, you know, nurturing yourself, without having uh, strategies for you to show up your best, that worst version of who we are will show up, you know. I know I've always been embarrassed and really disappointed in those moments um, that's happened. And so I have a number of strategies and things that work for me so I show up here, right, as my best. Um, and so it's just really like when you think about your ideal self, um, when you think about your future self, right? And I, I would think a lot of the people streaming in here, watching, tuning in, uh, and are considering like, let's say the Brad, the Danny, five years out, isn't that person doing bigger, better, more accomplished things, you know? And again, if you're a ruckus maker and you're consistently investing in your growth, you certainly are. When I get stuck, uh, have a stinking thinking or just negative attitude, I often think about the future me and what does he need from the current me in this exact moment, right? It's really hard for me, Brad, to play small when I think of my future self and how he's saying, like, come on, Danny, we can do this. And so that's just a simple sort of mindset shift um, that might help people. But, you know, there's, there's things, you know, I call it the ruckus maker mindset tool. 
something mm-hmm. I teach within uh, my leadership community, but it's just the basics, right? You don't have to go very far um, or learn something that's like way crazy or whatever to show up as your best. It's the fundamentals. So I'm talking about eating, sleeping, moving, meditating, unplugging, right? Eating because you got to put good fuel in your body. Sleeping, the research is clear, seven to eight hours, you need it. If you're getting less and if you get less, then seven, eight hours of sleep consistently, mm-hmm. it's like you're showing up drunk to work. Most of us, maybe not all, but most of us would never show up drunk to work, right? And so if you're you know, in sleep um, deficiency, it's kind of like you are. Moving around is just like fitness. You don't have to be uh, Olympic athlete, pro athlete, CrossFitter. You could if you want to, but it's just moving the body, right? Not being so stagnant. Um, meditation, checking in with yourself. You can make it a spiritual experience if you want, but it's really about calming the mind, you know, seeing clearly, observing experience, uh, and just investigating the inner stuff that's going on. I'm really into inner work and uh, reflection, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it grows your emotional intelligence, and the research is clear there too. If you have higher and more developed emotional intelligence, you're more effective as a leader, right? classroom teacher, principal, we're all leaders. We're leading somebody. You know what I'm saying? Um, you also get paid more too if you <laughs> if you develop your emotional intelligence. And then the last piece, like, listen, unplugging is so, so, so important um, because uh, I know it's kind of ironic. We're on social media right now and putting sure. our stuff out through technology. But if you don't have some boundaries around that, it's just going to, it's going to impact your mental health, honestly you know, um, and it's going to make you way less effective in terms of like pulling you in a million different directions and put you in a state back to showing up as your best self. There's no way you're in your best self if you're constantly checking in with your phone and becoming essentially like a a slave to the technology. So uh, unplugging, really, really important. You might take a technology uh, sabbatical, throw it on airplane mode, chuck it in a drawer, you know, say goodbye to it for a week. I did a seven day silent retreat, right? That was that was like the best time of my life. And, you know, I wish I could uh, live without a phone, but, you know, the, the honest answer is like, I need it for communication. So anyways. Danny, so that was eating, sleeping. Moving. Moving, meditating and unplugging. I, I'm wondering for those that are watching us live tonight or reflecting as you're listening later, I wonder which of those key ingredients, those key puzzle pieces might be more of a challenge for you or might in your heart feel like the most essential thing, the the, the next best thing that you can try to bring your best self to work or to yeah. bring your best self to life, I guess. hundred percent. And you know what I would love and challenge everybody who's uh, engaging with us too, like throw it in the comments. Um, what's one that you're doing well? Let mm-hmm. us know. What's one that's getting in the way and you'd like to improve? When I'm working with school leaders, and I, I have um, I have a I have a tool. You know, is it okay to share that I have a tool and people could get it if they want? Absolutely. That, all right, cool. So if you go um, to betterleadersbetterschools.com/resources, there's a resource hub, six freebies that you could put your you know get your hands on. Uh, one of those is called the School Leadership Scorecard. Really interesting idea. It has uh, seven key categories and a continuum, like a rubric that you'd be used to as an educator. But essentially, you could check in with yourself, see how you're scoring against what I've seen working with hundreds of thousands of school leaders, what helps them be effective. Long story short, 
and how it's connected to the ruckus maker mindset, I love to challenge leaders, check in, how are you doing right now? And be honest, be candid, you know, it goes one through 12. Don't lie. Okay, I'm a two here or whatever. Then make a plan for 90 days. Where do you want to be next? Mm. And that's a nice piece that I don't see on a lot of rubrics, but I think should be included. Here's where I am right now. Here's where I want to be in 90 days. And don't make a jump from one, two, three to like 10 or 12. Be realistic. A three to a five, that's progress. That's something to celebrate. So anyways, you might throw that in the chat, but where are you doing well? Where do you want to be in 90 days? Where are you challenged? You know, where do you want to grow to? So thanks for letting me share that. hundred percent. This is the opportunity mm -hmm. that uh, all of us have is to grow through those resources, through your expertise, and through the thousands of connections that you make daily, monthly, and yearly with school leaders and educators around the world. As you mm -hmm. reflect on your development, both as an educator, as a school leader, uh, and as a ruckus maker, when you reflect on those key puzzle pieces of bringing your best self, can you think of a time or a can you think of a time or times when uh, it was evident that a change was needed that was urgent for you to make a change? And would you be willing to share what that situation was and, and how you decided to move things forward? Hmm. So when I when I started Better Leaders, Better Schools, you know, I was talking about the when you get better, everybody wins. Like what became clear to me was I'm at this uh, event called the Global Leadership Summit. It's exactly yeah. what it sounds like. So a, a conference for le leadership. Uh, and the guy basically said, when you get better, everybody wins. I think he phrased it a different way. Everyone wins when you get better is how he mm -hmm. said it. And the honest truth, Brad, is I'm like, oh. If this is true, right, then it's critical. It's almost a moral imperative that I am consistently growing myself. And the honest truth, Brad, when I looked at my calendar, there was like nothing else on the calendar. Mm. There were no other events. At the time, I didn't have a coach or a mentor. I wasn't in grad school. You know, I was reading maybe, but probably playing more video games. Nothing wrong with video games. I still play them today. Right on. Um, but, the, but the point is, like, I just, I really wasn't growing that much. And so that was a mirror moment for me. And actually, very shortly after going to that event, I took my own development into my own hands. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Often people are, uh, you know, hit with a crossroads. I don't know if your viewers and listeners can relate, but I love capital L-O-V-E, all caps, right? Not screaming, just like emphasizing. Yeah. I love to throw a good old pity party. For me, I've got it the worst. And the truth is, um, the system where I served didn't have a lot of great professional learning experiences. Mm. Uh, in education, you know, I call it the three pillars of education. You got your uh, student achievement, you got attendance, you got discipline. All those things matter. That's not my why. That's not why I got into education. And I was really interested in like, how do you craft a meaningful school vision that actually guides the work of the school? I wanted to learn how to handle hard conversations. I don't know about you, Brad. I hate hard conversations. I'm a little scared of them. <laughs> they make me feel awkward. I really have to prepare. It's not natural. Some people can crush them, not me. Uh, thirdly, I've always served on campuses with students who are predominantly students of color. And mm -hmm. so the inequities that existed in the system were clear. And I wanted to do something about it. And ages ago, that wasn't a very sexy topic to talk about. It seems uh, more important these days, 
or maybe I'm living in a bubble and just the people around me are all focused on equity. Uh, but that was the stuff that I wanted to figure out. So after that, shortly after that uh, Global Leadership Summit, I started my podcast, September 2nd, 2015. You fast forward to today, it's just over eight years old. You know, the show has been uh, downloaded over 2 million times, mm-hmm. ranks in the top top 0.5% of all shows worldwide, and it's changed my life. So that was a moment for me where everything changed. I could have thrown the pity party. Oh, daddy, he's got it the worst, right? Nobody yeah. will develop him. <laughs> or I could take that development into my own hands, and that's what I did, and here we are now. Danny, as someone who connects regularly with educators around the world through your leading podcast, Better Leaders, Better Schools, can -hmm. you talk about how the creative cycle feeds you personally and professionally? That is putting yourself out there, connecting with others and and feeding it forward to an audience. And how does it all work? Yeah, well, it's interesting you you bring up the the creative side of of life and and call it, I think, the creative cycle. But to me, I've always just been scratching my own itch, you know? Mm. So when it comes to leadership development, vision, any book that I've written on, you know, the entry plan or whatever, it was just a need that I had that I saw a gap, you know, and I wanted to go out and search for the answer. And what I've learned is that I've just done the, my learning in public and I've reaped some rewards for that. There's a acronym around there too. Not that education needs anymore, but I'm going to give you one. <laughs> And it's a ILT, right? Invest, Mm -hmm. learn, and teach. So you invest in yourself. You go out and learn some great stuff. You teach it to others. uh, You're really going to master some content and grow as a result. You know, Richard uh, Feynman uh, was a a famous uh, physicist, right, in the Mm -hmm. U.S. And he talks, the Feynman technique is like, you know, you've really mastered content if you could explain it to like a fourth grader, right? And so to me, it's like the creative process solve your own problems, but then be able to explain it, you know, complex stuff in simple ways. And uh, people will love you for that. And they will grow as well along with you. Danny, our, uh, our listeners and our commenters tonight are just uh, so inspired by the, the, the challenge that you've put out is to take your development into your own hands. And, and Mm -hmm. we will come back after this break. Uh, I'd love for you to, uh, let everyone know how to get in touch and to stay in touch with you uh, and talk a little bit about uh, your mastermind as well. Sound good? Yeah. Sounds great, Brad. Thanks. We'll be right back. Hey, you're with Brad Hughes and Daniel Bauer in the Sunday weekly warm-up space, streaming exclusively in the Teach Better private Facebook group and streaming later on all the socials and as an episode of Teach Better Talk podcast. I'm with Chief Ruckus Maker, Danny Bauer. And Danny, as we begin to wrap up our episode tonight, uh, can you tell us more about how you connect uh, weekly, monthly, and all year long with Ruckus Makers around the world through your masterminds? Yeah, I'd love to talk. I mean, that's my favorite topic. How much time do we have? But the <laughs> Ruckus Maker Mastermind, you know, that's just a weekly uh, experience, right? Um, I wrote a book on that. That book became a bestseller too. The process that we use, I call it the ABCs of powerful professional development. The A stands for authenticity. B is belonging. C is challenge. 
mm. when you integrate authenticity, belonging, and challenge intentionally into a professional learning experience, we find it to be transformative. But you know, there's a lot of a lot of masterminds out there, and they're all, uh, I'm sure, really, really great. But any mastermind worth its salt is really going to leverage the collective IQ experience, the wisdom. You know, over my right shoulder, it says, trust your ILE. We all have an inner leadership expert. And mm. so we look to create a psychologically safe space where people could take the mask off, be real, raise their hand when they mess stuff up, ask for help, and, uh, you know, just solve their number one challenges on a, on a weekly basis. Uh, it's been an incredible experience. You know, I think it's really relevant. I think it's responsive. I think it's result-oriented. And if you go to uh, betterleadersbetterschools.com slash mastermind, you're welcome to learn more, maybe what sets us apart. Um, there's a bunch of case studies, you know, of school leaders that we've served. Uh, and we've also tried to add a lot, a lot of value too. So many masterminds out there, it's going to be the weekly experience. If you decided to join one that we run, uh, we have two deep work days, right? Where they're in-person live events that you could come to at no additional cost. Uh, we don't charge a ticket for that. And we just want to pour into you. The other thing is um, I've designed uh, a new framework called the um, automatic school. So imagine a campus that is like the Shangri-La basically of education. It's running itself because students, staff, parents are so empowered, right? It's a wonderful, beautiful ideal. Uh, it's made up of three stages, the big, uh, excuse me, the lead domino stage, which is optimizing mm -hmm. your own personal leadership, the ripple effect stage, which is all about nurturing relationships and uh, developing your culture. And the third and final stage is the big picture stage. That's all about systems, strategic thinking and mental models. But essentially, uh, we drop a video and a tool and have a coaching call related to that framework too all in addition, you know, to the mastermind experience. So, you know, that's what we do. My mission is to connect, grow, and mentor every school leader, right, that wants to level up. And uh, it'd be lovely if there's some school leaders in this space that want to connect. Um, I think you asked, like, how people could connect with me, too. So 100%. You know, email is fine. I kind of don't like emails so much. So feel free to email me if you want, Danny at Better Leaders, Better Schools. But, I mean, honestly, you should just call or text. So my phone number is 312 seven eight eight seven five nine five and brad can tell you that's my real number because that's where he will text me and call if he needs to so anyways in fact i i received a text from you danny this week from that number uh wishing <laughs> yeah. me a happy thanksgiving we are celebrating right. thanksgiving weekend here in canada uh and danny i want to thank you for uh taking time to come into the space uh yeah. to share your gifts to share your deep commitment to connection and development both personal and professional uh, and I'd encourage everyone watching and listening to con continue to connect with Chief Ruckus Maker, Daniel Bauer. Danny, thank you so much for taking time to be with us tonight. Yeah, thank you, Brad. And, and honestly, like Teach Better is one of the uh, organizations in our space that I really admire. And so I love the work that you all are doing. And I'm just super honored that you invited me out to be a part of this today. So thank you. Well, the honor is ours. And uh, I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight to the Sunday Weekly Warm Up. Uh, remember, tomorrow morning, it's uh, Teach Better Live, 7 a.m. Eastern, uh, with the Teach Better community uh, kicking off a week in education. And uh, we've got more uh, topics, we've got more tips, and we've got more practical suggestions to help you teach better each and every day. Thanks very much for joining us. We'll look forward to keeping in touch all week long. Take care.